the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today from the south south suburbs of Chicago in Flossmoor, Illinois. We have Vicki Stevenson with EXP. How are you, Vicki? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How's the weather up in uh, Chi-Town? It's there? cold. It's, it's cold. Uh, yeah, cold. it's real cold. <laughs> I remember a time, I'm this old, I remember a time when I was a kid, uh, and I, I'd actually lived in Milwaukee at the time, but mm -hmm. close enough. Uh, I lived in Milwaukee at the time, and it was like in the early 80s, and <laughs> it was like one of the coldest winters ever. And uh, Lake Michigan and the canals uh, had icebergs just flowing on through. And I remember thinking as a kid, well, I was a, actually a teen at this time, I think, I was like, wow, this is ridiculously cold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, this, this is out there. So absolutely. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad you're staying warm and cozy inside there. So for now, yeah, for now. I, I got to go clear a walk at a listing shortly. Oh so that's a good time. Yeah. Um, ex excitement in real estate. Find somebody in the area just going around with a shovel like me. As a kid. I don't think you find those people anymore. Um, so I'll ask you the same thing. I, I ask everyone when they're on the program, the first question, I mean, were you a child of five years old tugging at your parents? pant leg saying, hey, mom, dad, how do I become a realtor? Or are you like the rest <laughs> of us where we kind of fell back into it? No, I have one of those children, but I was not one of those children. I kind of fell into this. Um, I actually was an attorney um, okay. and I never really practiced as an attorney, but um, it certainly got me interested in the, the contract aspect of, of it and things like that. I was a teacher and uh, I was always kind of interested in houses. My family liked houses. My grandmother, in fact, in Homewood, which is the neighboring town um, way back in the day, bought a house and moved it around the corner um, to use as an investment property. And that was, you know, that was a single woman because my grandmother yeah. died, you know, back okay. in the, you know, 50s doing that so that's right that, I do have it in my blood a bit but I certainly didn't know that that's something I wanted to do until much later in life then I started getting into I built a house I have rented and renovated houses I have you know kind of bought and sold my own houses and my husband um, suggested that perhaps instead of spending all of our own money that I help other people spend their money. And nice. that's how I got into real estate. And then my husband joined me in real estate a couple of years later. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I tell you this, Vicki, when I, I've, I've done over 300 of these over the past year, when I hear about the stories of spousal, you know, spouses being uh, realtors as well, and well, I could have a whole show on that. <laughs> and I think I would probably have more <laughs> listeners just just to hear the dynamic of working together. Always. Yeah, the, there's so, your spinoff series right there. Yeah, exactly. I could have a whole lineage just starting at, uh, you know, icons of real estate and go on down from there. Mm -hmm. So I'll be the dog with that bone a little bit, uh, not too much. I won't get mm -hmm. too much detail. But but tell me about that. I mean, at, at night at the dinner table, I mean, is it all stop, no business? Or are you like most couples that work together in real estate, especially, mm -hmm. 
where because the our lives are just so we're almost 24 7 right mm-hmm. does that carry over into you know the 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 spousal spousal relationship Sure. Well, I mean, it's our lives, you know, in the same way that our kids are part of our conversation at all time, it's our lives. We both have things that we excel at in in real estate that complement each other. So there, you know, we don't divide clients up or anything like that, but we do have things that are that one is better at than the other, or one has more tolerance for than the other. Um, And uh, so, you know, we're always checking in on all of our clients every day together, because we're working together on everything. It's not like, oh, how is your buyer doing? It's we don't work like that. We did learn that we had to kind of put an end time to it. You know, like once we got to the couch to turn on the TV, unless it was an emergency, no more shop talk. Right. It drive you crazy. <laughs> you it was driving it. us crazy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we learned to stop. <laughs> you started looking at each other going, will you shut up? <laughs> well, and our kids I, looking at us like, would you shut yeah, up? <laughs> right? I, I, I have four children and I've been married 32 years, thankfully. And and um, I, that's everyday life, you know? I mean, if we talk about the same topic multiple times, the kids were always like, oh my God, you guys just seem to go on and on. And now here I am in my fifties and my kids are adults and they're like, you still go on and on. (laughs) Old habits die hard. Mm -hmm. So, so, so we know how you started and how you work, you know, as a couple, but tell me about today. So I I ask, are you a solopreneur, but you've already told me you do work with your spouse. So that makes Mm -hmm. a team right there. Uh, Is there a bigger team? I mean, uh, or, or is it the two of you only, or how does that work? No. yeah, so um, that 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 is an easy question with a somewhat complicated answer. Um, we are a domestic team, so it's just the two of us for the most part. But we um, we do have other agents right here in Flossmore. Um, we we do have a little branch office in Flossmore, um, so we have other agents that work with us. They're not part of our team. We don't really share clients, um, but we share a lot of information. So we we work together and and kind of lift each other up and support each other which is fantastic when like I want to take a vacation <laughs> and then I have people who can back me up. I have people who, right. you know, can run, you know, can we, we help each other out. Um, so we don't share clients. We're not part of a team. It's not part of our production, but we do, we raise each other up. Yeah, that's fantastic. Support. You always need that support. So we, we, we learned a little bit about how you got into the business, obviously what things look like now with the domestic uh, team. And so let's talk about the future a little bit, sure. uh, put on our, our prognostication hats, <laughs> you know, and, and start our crystal ball and start predicting things. But um, in that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? Expected of us. Isn't that expected of you? Right. Yeah. So do it now. So tell me about the future. What is the next one year, three year, five years look like? I guess what's the near-term goal, mid-term goal, and what's the long-term goal for, for your team or for, sure. you, for you and your spouse? The way our team grew is, is through authentically wanting to help our community. So, you know, our, our whole focus is, is Homewood and Flossmore. You know, we do probably 50, around 50 deals a year, 15 million a year. And 90% of that is in within Homewood and Flossmore, which is an okay. eight square mile area. So, wow. um, yeah, we're, we're kind of hyper local. We, we like to keep everything local. And the reason we do that is because we have a true dedication to our community. So I've never been particularly numbers goal driven, which would make some people crazy. 
I yeah. am uh, goal-driven in the sense of wanting to help as many people as I can authentically. So I don't like just to get people to pad numbers and throw them into houses. Um, I really like to work, you know, with the families I'm working with. And so our goal is is always kind of that. Um, our goal is to, you know, to grow our, our business so that we can help as many people as we can. And, you know, we, we just came off of, as you well know, like the craziest market ever. So what does the next one to three to five years look like? Um, none of us know, but the basics are all the same, right? It's all the same thing. It's all, you know, somebody wants a house to live in and somebody needs to sell a house and getting them you know, to a mutually agreeable solution on that, where people are are walking away happy or content, at least, because those are the deals that close. So that's, that is our whole goal is to continue to work with whatever market we're given to help the people in our community, um, or coming into our community, you know, with whatever real estate needs they have. Perfect, perfect. Talk a little bit about the, as opposed to people moving within the community, um, who's moving into the community? I mean, sure. what? Uh, tell me about your area. I guess brag sure. about your area a little bit. Right, well, gosh, I mean, it, we you gave me a, a, a time limit, so I'll I'll just oh, say that no, it no, is it is a lovely place to live. Um, we are a, an easy commute into not only the city of Chicago, but very easy commute to the University of Chicago. So a lot of the people that we're getting that are moving from you know beyond this area. Are, are looking because they have some sort of connection to the university or to downtown Chicago. They're looking for a place that they can, you know, that has a lot of open space, a lot of trees, walkability, you know, all those things um, that, that draw people out of cities into the suburbs. And uh, then the ease of, com of uh, commuting wherever it is they need to go. Um, certainly with the pandemic, we saw a flood of people coming out of the city and into the suburbs um, mm -hmm. because you get a lot for your money here. You know, our suburbs are pretty reasonably priced compared to some of the western and northern suburbs. And um, so you get good bang for your buck um, and, and a relatively easy commute. So you get people who were had you know condos in Hyde Park or the city selling them for more than they're buying a four to five bedroom house out in Flossmoor. That's you know a good part of our our community is based on on those people, and we do have an awful lot of within the the town you know moves too, either upsizing or downsizing, moving okay. to be closer to their kids or, or to closer to their parents. Um, so there, there's a lot of of that. We have a surprising number of people who you know they move away after school and then they have kids and they decide to come right. back. Right. So you got a lot of what I call retransplants or reschool. Mm -hmm. I, I know exactly what that feels like. <laughs> with mm -hmm. having four sons uh, that, that did something similar. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, okay, that, that that sounds like a wonderful area. And I, and I see why people in, you know, having been lived in Chicago myself, I, I totally get it. Mm -hmm. uh, so let's change routes just a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, we all go through hurdles, right? We all have hurdles to overcome. So you you have a, a sounds like a fantastic community that you're you're listing and, and selling in, but what are some of the hurdles that you have to overcome besides enough time? Because I know that's the first thing you were thinking. Mm -hmm. I never have enough time. Mm -hmm. What would be the second hurdle that uh, maybe that you if I had a magic wand, let's say Vicky, and I could go problem gone. 
I hate to say problem. It's never necessarily a problem. It's just a hurdle. What would that be? Well, I would say right now our our hurdle is getting people to realize that the market has shifted a bit. And as as a seller, it's a hard pill to swallow, you know, but my neighbor sold their house in 2021 for this. And it's like, I'm sorry, (laughs) we're no longer in 2021. Um, You know, and, and, and the same is true with buyers, really, you know, that's with the rates, you know, they're like, but gosh, my, my, you know, now I'm paying so much more. And, you know, maybe I should wait, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. And the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, I've been in the business long enough to know that what we're doing is normalizing people who were, you know, who are buyers and sellers who, you know, real estate didn't really come into their their thought process until recently think that it's not just a normalization it's something very dramatically different and so it is managing expectations i think is probably one of my hardest things and of course you know i want to sell every house for as much as possible too and i want buyers right. to get every house they want for you know the best price and certainly the best rates that they can too but we got to manage expectations and you know, that's, that's tricky. Yeah, that is tricky, especially in such a different market than just a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, people's minds are very, I, I say malleable, you know, they, they, they can bend and how they think. And, you know, if you had a time machine and you go back to 2021, I'd take that same time machine and take the other person that wants a, low, uh, a better interest rate, take them to 1984 and say, <laughs> well, here's 17%. Right. You know? Exactly. So, and people were buying houses in 1984. So right. you know, it's all relative, but that's, that's good advice. I'm going to put that on your thumbnail, managing expectations for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vicki, how would someone get in touch with you, whether they wanted to buy, sell, or maybe talk about the area at all? Sure. And I love talking to other agents too. I'm all about, you know, trying to share, you know, anything I can. I, I am, I am not among the competitive types that, that, you know, want to keep no. all my, there aren't, there are no secrets. There's just, right. there's just, you know, experience. And so mm-hmm. I'm always happy to share. So, um, I mean, my, my email is Vicki, V-I-C-K-I at hf-homes.com. And, um, I'm always available by email, um, phone number, if you want to reach out, 708-251-1500. Goes to both my husband and I, um, or to voicemail if we're both busy, um, but we're always happy to get a hold of people. And, you know, we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Perfect, perfect. So I'm going to, this is a little bit of a curveball, not too much, but I always say, you know, I, as I said at the top, you're the hit record, I'm the DJ, you know, mm-hmm. you're the star of this show. So take us out with, you know, a minute or two of thoughts that you think, you know, you should share with the audience, uh, whatever's on your mind, your heart, your soul. It could be about work. It could be about, you know, your spouse, your mm-hmm. pet dog, whatever it might be. Just share something with us you think everybody should should be thinking about. Um, I think I think kindness um, I, I think kindness and, and, you know, with my spouse, with my dog, um, but <laughs> you know, with your clients and with clients thinking about how the other side is looking at things. Um, I always encourage people to approach everything with kindness. And I think most people come out of any situation happier if they they go in approaching it with kindness and approaching it with the thought that the other people have kindness as well. And I truly think that's the secret to success in most of life. Perfect. You know, Vicki, I bet your spouse loved hearing that as well. Yes, kindness, Vicki. 
<laughs> kindness. <laughs> yes, okay. Occasionally he would suggest more kindness. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Vicki Stevenson, EXP Realty, Flossmore, Illinois. Thank you so much for being on the program. I, I look forward to catching up with you over the next three, six, nine months and seeing how things are going then. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you and have a All great right. end of the week and weekend. Yes, you too. Thank you.